following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, they are your hosts of the PWT cast, Scrub and Stank! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 70 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is Thanksgiving to Stank. Uh, I've been looking forward to this episode probably since you recorded the first one. Uh, yeah. Like, I think, I don't even remember what the origin of the first one was. I, I think it was mainly just, we had such a fun time at your house that, like, because we didn't record the day of Thanksgiving, we recorded the following day. But, yeah, we, we thought about it, and then there was just so much stuff going on at the actual Thanksgiving that... Uh, it wouldn't have done it justice. So yeah, and I mean, one of the fun parts for me was just hearing your brother, uh, Chris, tell stories the whole time. Like, yeah. if there's if there's one thing that uh the Stankin boys are good at, it's telling stories because you both both of you literally just sat there, just going on and on, and and I don't mean that in a negative way, but like just going <laughs> on and on, telling these like grand stories and i was just i was enthralled i was a little boy i was like tell me more i want to hear more <laughs> uh and that was kind of the inception of thanksgiving too and we kind of had an idea of what we wanted to do for this year but uh covid <laughs> yeah so, covid had other ideas yeah, covid had other ideas so instead we sat down this week uh for a very fun episode you know we're joined by paul and uh stupid michael uh previous guests but before we get into that uh there's I mean, there's the elephant in the room that, that we need to address. Uh, here at the BWT cast, we've been talking nonstop about The Mandalorian. Uh, and I hope you guys listening uh, are watching or keeping up because I, I almost feel bad that you're like, oh, great. I didn't fucking sign up for a 10 minute review of this stupid Star Wars thing every week. Uh, but it's just, it's that good. You know, yeah. you, you got to talk about it. Um, that's a free bonus exactly and yeah. normally i say you know uh no spoilers before i just delve into like a 10 minute rant on uh yeah. spoilery uh this one is going to be spoilery filled because it was there's no way we could talk about it without spoilers yeah so if you have it yeah. for some if for some reason for some reason i can't possibly think of uh you have still not yet watched episode five of the Mandalorian titled the Jedi. Um, skip ahead like five minutes because, uh, we're going to fucking talk to Mando. So three, two, one, Dave Grogu. They gave us his name. Grogu. Uh, yeah. You know, for like, I did not expect that coming whatsoever. Like, yeah, watching Ahsoka like mentally talk to Grogu, she was just like, and, and you, this whole time we looked at him as a as a baby, and like what, with that comes kind of like, oh, this, he's cute, he doesn't know anything, but he clearly knows a lot of stuff. So yeah, he's um, he's been around for a while, as yeah. you know, as we learned. Um, yeah, it was it was just like out of nowhere, and I, it was one of those like whoa, 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 what? And I had to like rewind it just to make sure I had heard the right thing and that I wasn't just like imagining things. Especially because I'm a sociopath and I stay up till like yeah. two in the morning to watch. So I was like, maybe I'm just tired and I heard things. But no, it was awesome. Like 
hearing his background and uh you know apparently it's what he was training on Coruscant and then someone took him away yeah yeah and so you know you, you learn that you learn his actual name um and Ahsoka does not want to train him like that was very very similar to how Yoda was with Luke mm-hmm. which so I I've been meaning to talk about this so I was talking about this at the shop I am I am so like sick and tired of people like pussyfooting around uh Darth Vader in the fact that she's like I can't I I can't train him because I've known people who were uh you know who most of them were yeah who like the you know the dark side got the best like just say Darth Vader like if yeah l- listen if my mentor uh turned out to be darth vader like i f- i've and i'm trying to be like hey listen i, I don't want to train this person because um you know what my trainer was darth vader and i saw yeah. how how that turned him and i just i i don't feel right possibly doing that to this child like yeah, how hard is, yeah how hard is that just be like listen he was a normal dude and then he murdered a room full of Je- jedi children this motherfucker got away um yeah so no and people were like oh i get it I mean, the, the way she was, it was similar to like, uh, you know, vague Facebook posting. Like, I wish some people would just respect me. And then, you know, you know who who are you talking about? It's like, just say what you mean. Exactly. And and this is kind of just all throughout Star Wars. Um, and I get it. Whatever. Storytelling. Things aren't always planned out, especially with that original trilogy. But like, that's one of those annoying things. Whenever I watch, uh, you know, like a New Hope, and he's just like, oh, "I fought alongside your father in the Clone Wars." Uh, no, the first thing you do is say, "Yo, your dad, Darth Vader." Yeah. Again, I get it. I understand, and don't you know, Star Wars nerds, don't don't come at me, please. Because again, yeah. I I I understand it, but it's uh, regardless. You know, Ahsoka. It was also really awesome to see Ahsoka. I've often said. Um, how great of an actress Rosario Dawson is just in general. Like I've never seen yeah. her in something that I didn't enjoy her in. Um, like whether or not said movie or show or whatever was good. She's always, she's at least always good. Um, she was awesome. Like, I don't know anything about the character of Ahsoka Tano. Uh, aside from she is a character that's very much beloved by people that watch these movies and, you know, keep up to date with the show. Um, like Harley Quinn. So like Harley Quinn was created for Batman, the animated series, and then became, you know, just as popular, if not more popular than like half of his rogues gallery. But with like Ahsoka, she was a character that she kind of came in as a, as a brat in the show, I guess. Like I've been talking a lot with my stepsons who watched, you know, like rebels and all that. And they said she came in and she was annoying and cocky and then grew, you know, you, you could see this character arc where she grew to become like a really beloved character. I mean, so much so that like in the last uh, Star Wars, you know, main canon movie, everyone's like, is Ahsoka going to be in it? Can, can we hear her voice? You know, and so um, the character's done pretty well for herself, I think. Yeah, I mean, it, again, it's it's a character that people have been asking for for a while and like with a lot of extended Star Wars universe stuff, there's like you find no shortage of characters like that when they're like, "Oh, I want this." Like I know there's uh, another character from 
the Star Wars like universe uh, that they mentioned, General Thrawn. Uh, Jesse, friend of the show, Jesse Kohlenberg, he was explaining uh, some stuff to me because I admittedly, I'm like, I know the movies and that's about it. I have never read the books, the comics, you know, or even watch the shows. Uh, but that's also like apparently like a big time character um, that they mentioned, you know? Yeah. And. I mean, it. To me, see, I was I was worried like seeing uh, Ahsoka in real life because if you've seen if you've seen like pictures from the show, she kind of looks ridiculous. Like to imagine, how do you visualize that in like like real life? Um, I think they did a really good job. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know about you, but and I, I gotta go do some research on her. I thought she was a Twi'lek, which. Um, if you've seen like around Jabba's palace, it's those, those aliens with like the two tentacles that come out of their head kind of. And I assumed that that blue and white was like some sort of like head wrap to hide them. (laughs) But I guess, no, those are her actual, that's like actually like part of her flesh. So, and like the, the one complaint I've heard, everyone said almost universally, this is the best episode, but you know, nerds will find stuff to complain about no matter how good they have it. And they were like, Oh, those tentacle things weren't long enough on her. It's like, all right guys, come on. Yeah. That's, that's also like one of those things where it's just like, who cares? You know, like it's, it's very much like they're always going to change when, when, um, when moving from like, comics or tv to like the big screen there's always there's always going to be like changes of things and it's fine like it's not like they made her skin color green and like gave her a funny you know like a funny mustache or something so i i I think that's fine Um, it's close you could tell who it was exactly yeah close enough um but actually this week's episode is a little bit longer than uh, we originally anticipated, so we'll cut the comic book TV news uh, chat for there. Uh, before we forget, this podcast is brought to you by the wonderful sponsors of the PWT cast. We've, of course, got Freelance Wrestling, uh, M3 Toys, Gorilla Publishing, and uh, last but not least, the Cryptic Closet. Uh, check the description down below for various discount codes on uh, each of them. And uh, yeah, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get to this week's episode. Uh, Thanksgiving to Electric Bigaloo featuring none other than uh, Paul Jameson and Michael Heredia. Stank, last year a group of us were fortunate enough to celebrate the first question mark annual uh thanksgiving at your house and we were very much looking forward to it i believe we told i told trevor i would bring him as my date for yeah. this year uh and then the rona happened and it kind of just ruined, ruined all everything all sorts of group events i mean we were still like ooh, maybe and then it's just yeah. you know any, it's gotten worse yeah anything more than like two people in a room you're probably gonna get it yeah uh and so we kind of sat down and we're like well you know, Thanksgiving as of right now, as you guys are listening to this, has passed. But typically, you spend it with your family, and family isn't just you know blood, right? Blood family. You know, sometimes you've got people that you started working with at Kohl's several years ago, and through the ages, uh, sort of like your big brother, you know. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> you have someone else that 
one day comes up to you and says he's married to Victor Garcia's sister. Uh, and he's kind of like a sister to you, kind of like a dad, also like a brother, sort of just all three. Uh, and so, you know, we figured, hey, you know, why don't we bring them both on here? Because extended it's, it, family. yeah, it's like extended family. We're yeah. all big, one, one big happy family. So for the second annual Thanksgiving, we brought none other than uh, former guest Paul Jameson and uh, Michael Heredia. Michael, Paul, how you, how you guys doing? What's up? What's How's it going? going? I hope Michael doesn't run. Uh, yeah, Michael looks like he's gonna fall asleep. Well, no, last he's time very we thrilled. Last time we had Michael was when uh, we interviewed Matt Cardona and uh, oh. Brian Myers, and he just disappeared. And like hit the bricks because they he kicked just... me out. <laughs> well, we were gonna finish up afterwards. And uh, doesn't work that way. Yeah, we had like questions for him too that we couldn't finish. Yeah, it was just like you can finish them now. Like I, I don't remember. I don't fucking remember. <laughs> yeah. I do remember though, like people listening, getting a lot of like, "Hey, what happened?" I, I think you guys edited it wrong because uh, he's he was talking mid sentence and it just cut off, and I was like, "Now, uh, Zach Ryder and Kurt Hawkins walked in. <laughs> they literally walked in and were like, hit the bricks, <laughs> pretty much. We got some stars to talk to.' <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Michael's a star. Michael's a yeah. celebrity amongst the the people here at PWT. The other day, we had Clifford Frazier come in and. He asked for autographs from me and Stank, and he had you autographed too, no? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. That was weird. On the stupid Michael shirt. Yeah, on the stupid oh, yeah. Michael shirt. <laughs> but, I mean, Michael, you're, you're a, you used to be a local Chicago celebrity. You were a uh, juke legend, DJ MIC. Yeah. No one gave me that title. I mean, we did. Yeah. 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 We saw it on a flyer. Yeah, you were revered. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think at the end of this podcast, we should play... No. One of his songs, no. for, so everyone can. Hear. I I have one of his songs that you sent yeah. me. Why do you have it? Well, because you sent it to me. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? Why do I have you it? You should listen to this legend <laughs> shit. Yeah, you sent it to me when we had like the Fourth of July barbecue yeah. here, and we played it over. We took great. I mean, lead. listen, it's good though. I was drunk that day. I, I mean, no excuses. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm telling you that it's good yeah. regardless of whether you were inebriated I, I or mean, not. In the PWT room, Vinny plays it constantly. He has it saved on his phone. Yeah. And it, it annoys him. It's genuinely a good song, though. Did, did you hear it at all? I mean, I don't know. You came you came that day and you were, like, busy cooking. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, oh, uh, I don't know if I heard it. I don't remember when it was played. Yeah. Was it before yeah. or after Julio passed out? Yeah. Uh, before. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's weird. Like, so everyone hearing his voice, you, you, clearly, if you're a fan of us, you've heard every episode and you heard Stupid Michael's original show. His accent is completely different than what it is on this uh, song. There is no accent. You could say it's a it's a bit of a black scent when he's rapping. Jesus. Oh, he's got that urban accent. He's got that little oh. urban flair going on. All right, it's not a bad sound. Yeah, but no, it is, I, well, that's why it's, it's an it, affectation. It, it sounded good. Like Delgado played it for me, and I was just like, "How does this he isn't... have it?" You probably sent it to him oh, too. Jesus, I don't remember. Spreads this. like wildfire. Yeah, I don't know. Listen, either he sent it to me or you sent it to him. But regardless, we have it. It's a good song. We'll play. We'll play yeah. it at the end. You'll all hear it. Oh, stupid Delgado. We'll play a clip of it. It's good. It's not bad. If it was bad, we would definitely be like, yeah, we would bring it up a lot more. hundred <laughs> percent. I'm gonna copyright strike this. <laughs> yeah, it's fine, but. I mean, you recently you said you were gonna go back into making more music, no? no Are you thinking was about to be a it? Surprise! And now you ruined it. It's it's, it's, it's okay. Well, now that the cards are on the table, how likely are you to do a collab with uh, Kid Cash? I've been asking him for years. Yeah, we were supposed to perform at the holiday party. Oh, we, that, yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying sorry. like it hasn't. Well, I mean, yet. COVID. There's probably not gonna be a holiday. <laughs> yeah, party. we don't. Yeah, True. I don't know what's happening anymore. So, but. 
Wait, we can talk about that though. The the party that was planned. Oh man, Michael was <laughs> up to his armpits in planning for this party. Oh yeah, we, yeah, ju- well, we jumped for, for the prom wrestling tees. Yeah, for those unfamiliar, every year pro wrestling tees we have a pretty sick party. Yeah, but, well, back then when it was fifteen employees, it was a lot easier for Ryan to like, oh hey, let's all go to this fancy steakhouse and, and rent eat. it out. Yeah, rent out or let's go to my lake house and do something like that. Now there's 40 of us. Yeah. So it's pretty hard to... Yeah, it's 40 of us. 40 plus a guest. Yeah, 40 plus guests. So... 80. About 80 people. Yeah. Yeah. All right, plus one. Yeah. Yeah, four four times two, carry the zero. Okay, that makes... uh, So we can't do that. And especially right now with COVID... Like we can't do it anymore. Like, yeah. even, like in more recent years, we've gone to like those are like those barcades, um, diff- just different things. But yeah, I mean, we we just can't yeah. fucking do it this year. But there was a prom wrestling tease, yeah, uh, which I think would have been fitting because every year I go like I yeah, you're already there, you and Paul. Well, I mean, I I always just come dressed like Paul when we even when I, so even when we worked at Coles, yeah, I've I've told the <laughs> oh, stories. Man. I would come in in just jeans and a black sweater because I wanted to put the least oh, amount you're of into, uh, flannel. Really good. Uh, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes I would. Well, if listen, around the time of uh, seasonal hires, I would actually put effort into my, uh, yeah. you know, because all the, there's new blood coming in. Well, all the new girls had to walk yeah. by me to check the schedule and be like, "Oh, hi, what's your name?" Oh, me. I'm the I'm the manager up here, customer service. Yeah. Just hoping that they wouldn't be like, "Oh, I talked to the manager," and they're like, "Who?" Alberto, yeah, he's that doesn't that guy yeah. doesn't manage shit, but to be fucking late every single day. Yeah, the guy in the <laughs> buffalo plaid. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, every other every other day though, I would just jeans and a sweatshirt yeah. again because I wanted to put little to no effort into anything. Paul, on the other hand, they thought he was the customer customer service manager because this guy would show up dressed to the T for like a four hour shift. Yeah, I. Hey, dress for the job that you yep. want, not what you got. Yep. Well, that's why I dress like Frank, because <laughs> <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I enjoy dressing up sometimes. Like, I remember at uh, at Frank's wedding, it was like me, Michael, and Zisselman. That was probably the nicest, like, that we looked in. Just a group of handsome boys. Yeah, just a group of handsome boys, because, you know, I mean, listen, we didn't, you know, again, the aforementioned three, we didn't have these custom tailored suits like yeah. all the other handsome oh, boys oh, yeah. at the wedding, but. Right. You know, for for some Coles apparel, I, I think I thought I looked pretty good. Yeah. But at the Christmas party, that's the one time a year that I'm like, uh, I'm gonna dress up. Like I, I gotta go all out. Like yeah. I think it started the one year where me, Paul, and Anthony, who's usually my plus one, um, we we went because Paul needed a belt, right? What was it? They needed a belt. I always need belts, yeah. So like last minute, we're all leaving the shop, and Paul needs a belt. And so we go in, and we're over by like the men's section. They have those like gimmicky uh, Christmas suits, and I'm like, "Wouldn't it be funny if we all just fucking showed up wearing this?" And we're just like, "Yeah, that would be funny." And then I think Paul comes out of the, like the dressing room. He's like, "Okay, I figured out what I'm gonna wear." We're like, "Yeah, don't even bother. This is what we're wearing now." And like we showed up in that, and then the next year after that was when I won Employee of the Year, and I fucking mm-hmm. came in dressed with you guys have all seen the yeah. picture it's i took that one good picture and have just used it for the last two years <laughs> as my profile picture yeah um it's a snazzy turtleneck and chain yeah but like in this year i assume more people would have dressed up it would have been the prom theme right i mean that was the thing it was supposed to be dressed to impress you have to dress up to get in yeah i wasn't gonna do that yeah you were no that was the whole point ah no i was gonna dress down 
like in pajamas and no. flip flops and dare you to kick me out of the party. No, it was. So uh, what? You're gonna come dress like? Oh, I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna come dress like someone's wife did that one year. Oh, Whoa! I'm sorry, my wife didn't come and dress like that when we you were told to dress up. All right, Just, don't fucking, you know, don't get mad at me. I'm but, not the one that dressed down. But like, so during this whole process. You know, I'm giving Michael shit about it, and I'm like, I'm de- I'm definitely not dressing up, just being an asshole. And but like, you can see how much pride he was taking in the planning of it. He's so like, oh, close. I'm gonna get a DJ, and we're gonna do all this. Stuff. Well, you know, and then a photo booth was talked about. Yeah, photo booth. And then one day we were just sitting around, and then Karima walks in. She's like, Yeah, we're just doing it here. And then we're all like, What? She's like, Yeah, we've decided we're just, we're not gonna do the warehouse thing. And I, I looked at Michael like, What the fuck? And he's like, Yeah, I don't care. Like. All the love fell out of his. <laughs> well, because Michael, you, that's all you used to do, right? Is playing events. Yeah, he's right, good at yeah. it. Planning events, concerts. All out was his. All out. Yeah. Brainchild. Yeah. Well, all out the, the party. The, yeah. The, yeah. The Not the pay per view. Right. <laughs> right. All in too. No, all out was a brainchild of Tony Khan. Yeah. All in. Right. Yeah. Pre-show. The one that was threatened with rain. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but Christ. he made it work. I mean, that's that's you know, we lovingly give him shit, but like he figures out to make things happen, like and thinks of stuff that. None of us idiots ever think of because we've never done. Well, it like there was the one photo you posted of, <clears throat> of like that giant party where it's like the one where you were dressed as Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that you were was a Halloween party. You were about to like introduce a tiger jumping through a flaming hoop. <laughs> oh. But like that's the shit you used to do, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, I mean, those club events, those massive club events. That those pictures look weird looking at them now. Yeah, it's like seeing so many people together. And that was at V Live here in Chicago. What it was called before it was like twenty five hundred people inside there. <laughs> so it was that. That's the kind of stuff I used to do before. Yeah, phone parties. The phone, yeah. yeah. The See, I never awesomely clean phone parties. Like me, so I grew up with with Victor, Michael's brother in law, and because uh, Michael, you're what five, six years older than me. Uh, yeah, twelve, something like. That. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so like. You would host events like that, yeah. And Victor, who wasn't of age, him and Oscar, his other buddy, they would go to these events. They always, would always go to these things, and clearly weren't of age. They, but, yeah, they were like my mini promoters at the time too. And the thing, the thing that helped Oscar is that he looked like he was a twenty-two-year-old man, right? Since we were in like fourth grade, right? Yeah. You know, like he's that kid. Um, but like, I don't know, like me and the rest of my friends, like those weren't things we did. Mm-hmm. Like, we'd be like, oh, let's go to Little Caesars on Friday night and fucking buy two pizzas because we all got $4 from our mom or whatever, like, the case was. Yeah. Uh, so, I don't know. It's weird. Like, I almost feel like I missed out on those things because now I'm too old. Like, yeah. If yeah. You'd it, be the old creepy guy. Exactly. Oh, yeah. If and when they do those things again. Yeah. yeah. It'd be like all the underage girls like, oh, you want to hang out? And I'd be like, man, these girls, they all think I'm so cool, but they're all making me buy them, like, beer because they can't <laughs> buy them on their own. I can't imagine stuff like that happening now. Like, let's say. No, it's hard. A vaccine happens and we're safeguarded like everyone's gonna like even now i went to hobby lobby to do some craft stuff with my wife this morning uh-huh. and i'm just looking there's so many people in hobby Lobby. they all got masks and we're yeah. all six feet apart anyone sniffles or coughs i'm like what's wrong with you yeah get the hell away from me well like what like what did you guys do for thanksgiving because like again normally you know like, i know normally we would all mm-hmm. be with like our families but like like i know for me this year I, I told my mom, I was like, no, I'm not coming yeah. to see you guys because, I mean, it, it would have just been my parents, my brother, and then my aunt and uncle, and then my other uncle and his girlfriend. So seven of us. And even then, I was just like, no, 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 I, I don't want to come see you guys. 
I mean, they're all older. Mm-hmm. And I just to be safe, I went and got a COVID test, came back, you know, they were fine. They were like, well, you're an idiot, but, yeah. you know, science can't fix that. And I was like, oh, that's fine. Uh, but went over there anyways, and I was just, even then the whole time, just I was like, I'm sit farthest end from the table. Just I don't, you know. Right. And that was like my thing. It was very weird again because normally there's just more people. But like Michael, yeah. what like what were you it, you guys doing? It's just weird now. Like the whole mood is different. Like I don't even feel like doing Christmas stuff. Or the only reason I'm into like any Christmas stuff is because of my son. That's it. Because he's excited. Mm-hmm. He wants to see lights. So we're going to like those drive-through. Those are the Christmas times. lights. Yeah, that's that's it. But yeah. like. On our side, like we're like, eh, it's whatever now. You get more out of giving than you. Do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like for okay. Thanksgiving, all we did it was just like I was still working, doing stuff online. I know Stank was too. Yeah, but yeah, we, it was a hectic time. Yeah, it was hectic, but it was just uh, me, Monica, and Matthew at home, just hanging out. We cooked some stuff, and that was it. Do you even invite your dad over? Oh, my dad did come over. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> your your dad who was famously in yeah. Home Alone too. Yes. Oh yeah. No, yeah, he came over, and that was it though. What about, uh, what was the actual Thanksgiving? Well, actual Thanksgiving, so, first of all, I have to, I have to, uh, say something. Thanksgiving was actually, uh, my brother's idea. So, he was in a fraternity at NIU, and then he had Thanksgiving. Oh, he's a Saluki. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and he, he it's at the Sig Pie house. He so that's went, a sort of racial slur because he's Korean, <laughs> Paul? What the fuck? What the hell? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's wrong, actually. NIU. No, he's a Husky. Something. Yeah. It's, that, I thought you were saying Husky all weird. <laughs> I was thinking SIU. But, uh, <laughs> um, no, so, like, their event was they would have, you know, a bunch of people sorority was, would come over, and then on the lawn, they would do, like, four deep fried turkeys, and they'd make a big deal out of it. And they did it, like, one or two years. And then it laid dormant for like 10 years. And then I was like, oh, let's do Thanksgiving at the house. So, I mean, the same spirit was there. Obviously, there wasn't as many people cramming in there. But, you know, we made we were going to make three turkeys. We made two. Um, and then we had, you know, me, the kids. Like my oldest stepson came down from uh, uh, normal Illinois. And then um, my mother-in-law and then... Uh, my youngest stepson's girlfriend came over, but she'd come over a lot and, you know, we're all pretty safe. So it was pretty low key. And then immediately we finished and then we put up Christmas stuff because mm. that's kind of our tradition. So we switched from Thanksgiving to Christmas almost like in the blink of an eye. Yeah. Now, Paul, what about you? Because I think it's safe to say, aside from my like immediate family, I've spent the most Thanksgivings with you by virtue of we've worked together for so long. Right. Yeah. And, there's also been like we've lived together as well. And there's mm-hmm. also been times where it's just like, uh, do you want to do you want to go Black Friday shopping? Normally, like that would be well, your thing. That yeah, and we've spent part of Thanksgiving together because um, I want to say what well, we start hanging out really like when I was 25 or so, and I'm 32 now. So around that time, uh, that was when my uh, everybody pretty much left the nest. Uh, my brothers were and. NIU and SIU, and then um, they started doing their own thing, so, like, Thanksgiving wasn't as much of a priority or, like, there was something school or whatever is going on with them, and it kind of uh, lessened my, like, desire to go if it's just going to be me. Like, me and my parents are pretty close. You know, I love my parents, but, like, over time, they they started doing, you know, uh, I guess joint uh, Thanksgivings with like uh like close members of the family 
uh, I'm sorry, friends of the family. So like from people from like my dad's Taekwondo class or, you know, people he's worked with for longer than I've been alive and stuff like that. And I was like, I've done it a couple of times and I was just like, it's just not the same. You know, I, I miss my brothers and if it's just us three, that's fine, but I don't want to do the... Yeah, it's always weird when it's just like multiple people you don't know. It's one thing if it's just like, oh, uh, these are Michael, this is Michael's cousin or Stank's uh, neighbor. But if it's just like, oh, I'm in my home and I don't know 80% of the people here. Well, I mean, I know most of them. It's just like those people, but they're expanded family. And then it's just the whole, and at the time I was like pretty stagnant with my life. So it would be like, oh, how how are you doing? What are you you doing these days? It's like peddling nine to fives and Working two jobs. I got nothing new to report. What the hell do you want me to tell you? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like like I said, that slowed everything down and, like, lessened my desire to do it. But um, was it the the times I would go with you if I did go with my parents and it was just them? And I was like, all right, I'll do that. No problem. And then you'd hit me up and it'd be like, hey, you trying to go to Coles or, like, Old Navy? You just want to, you know, just see what's picked over at X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, yeah, 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 sure. We've done the same with Christmas too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this year, I don't know if you got to that question yet. If I, uh, I, I, asked, uh, I asked what, well, what you did year? for Thanksgiving, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this year, uh, this, is, this is probably worse than me calling in uh, to work for Coles. Because I think it was that, uh, that year, that was uh, the second um, joint holiday that uh, my mom was doing with... Uh, friends of the family and i was just like i don't want to do that again and i was like oh, i got got to go to work sorry and then i called and i was like hey can i come in and they're like are you not <laughs> scheduled and i'm like nah and they're like sure and i did that but this year i didn't do anything uh i woke up at like noon which is far-fetched for me because uh, i finally got a decent sleep schedule to where i'm up to like seven o'clock um and I just sat around uh, the day before. Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, my mom called me, uh, and we didn't speak of it. I meant to ask her about it because I talked to her the the week before, and I it ha- I had it on my mind. It was just a general uh, discussion of you know how are things, you know you guys are in good health, you know how's uh, you know how are you guys coping with this, you know. And I didn't want to be like, oh, can I visit or anything like that? You know, I was, it was more like I was trying to see if I could do something for them. Like if they needed like the uh, lawn tended to or, you know, I'll get a snowblower once it gets good, cold. Good sun stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's just crying. She's like, I'm sorry. I couldn't have you over. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I, it's, I, I kind of figure that, you know, I mean, I try to make light of it. Uh, I forgot what I said, though. I but, think you started talking about your car or wanting to buy a car. Yeah, Cause I was, like, I was there, like I was there, and I just heard like, like you having a conversation with your mom, and then very like, oh yeah, so I'm thinking about buying a car, like just yeah. very quickly. It was probably something like that, and then we laughed about it. But I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, get, I mean, I got to work anyways. Not that mm-hmm. day, but I was just like, well, this car's not going to pay for itself or something like that. So kind of diffuse that, but um, it so, kind of, I don't know, it kind of bothered me to like hear that because for the like I. I said, I think during, when I went out on Facebook earlier this year, when I was making posts, uh, I stated that, like, COVID's not really bothering me yet. Like, I don't know anyone personally that has, you know, been afflicted by it. Uh, 
I'm grateful in that sense. Um, but as far as like the lockdown, I was like, this is normal life for me. I don't go nowhere, no ways. So <laughs> self isolation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the yeah, now it's just like that's when it hit, and I'm just like, shit. When can I see my parents? Yeah. Speaking of your parents, I heard you mention your dad's taekwondo class as a fellow student or oh, as yeah. a master. No, he's a master now. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah oh. yes, yes, yes. Uh, How rad is that? I almost said I don't know what Danny is. I think Dan's karate, but I think he's got at least two stripes on his black belt. So he is te- he is a teacher. Um, they've been doing it. I think once we moved to Berwyn. So this is probably two thousand between two thousand and two thousand two. Um, we started out the park district, and then when the schools would be out, they would do it in the school's gym. There was no like solid i guess dojo so to speak but that make them treat it any less than if it were an actual dojo like with the whole mannerisms and whatnot but yeah and i got as far as like dark green belt so i couldn't even tell you my highest form i couldn't even i don't even know how to start it out yeah. i remember the white belt form if that means anything but yeah, yeah. but michael's dad was in home alone too though oh well I was in karate too. So oh, my dad, you were in karate too? Yeah, as a kid. Karate is not taekwondo. Yeah, it <laughs> still counts. No, taekwondo is Korea's martial arts. Very flashy. Yeah. See, I was I was never in any sort of mar I did soccer because like my upstairs neighbors were just like, "Ah, oh, we're going to go do soccer. You want to come with?" and I just tagged along with them You're anyway. You do soccer. <laughs> yeah, you know, I I did hey, soccer. I played soccer. Hey kid, what uh, you got going on? You want to do I, some soccer? <laughs> I took taekwondo when I was younger. Um, actually in Chicago, there's this place called USA Taekwondo, and um, we were actually like the first people to sign up. Oh, and so my master Sunchol Kim, he signed us up to like lifetime memberships, and then he was just immediately like excessively cruel to me and my brother. Mm-hmm. I think I got as high as purple belt. But, like, he had, like, this Taekwondo championship ring, and he would turn it inside out, and he would hit us upside the head if we did something wrong. Um, He had, like, a long bamboo pole. He would, like, hit us in the back of the legs if we weren't doing our forms correctly. Uh, My class sounds pretty Who were you, Beatrix kiddo? Why was he doing this stuff to you? (laughs) He was just, just like, a cruel guy from Korea. And then, like, he would always try and get us as flexible as possible. So we had, like, these, um, they were, like, torture devices. Uh, to make us do the splits where you'd sit there and you oh, kind of yeah, have your legs and there was a crank in the middle to make your legs go. Yeah. Oh, man, I was a flexible kid, but I Wait, so it. if you have a lifetime membership, could you still go? I could. I See, uh, this is the thing. He was hurting for students, so I, he did that so my mom would pay more, I think. But I wonder, because I think there still is the same USA Taekwondo Center in Chicago. Uh, I don't think Master Kim is still there. He's now like a private Taekwondo instructor for some tech guy, but... Um, yeah, he was always like a really cruel master. I was like, oh, I hated it. Speaking of cruel, one of the most cruelest things that like we as a society can do is make people work uh, on what Michael referred to as Black Friday. Yeah. Um, because it sucks. Like, yeah. I've worked retail. Paul's worked retail. I don't. Have you? I have worked. You and you've also had oh, to of course. work. So it's one of the worst things. But conversely, I'm a piece of shit because I go out shopping for sure. Black Friday. Like I, oh, I mentioned. Like I mentioned it with Paul, like it was, it, it would be a yearly thing. Like I even, I did it with Michael one year oh, yeah. where I, it was, was it the first year that you were working here? No, uh, actually, yeah, it was. The, the, yeah. the one I went yeah, with you, because, or no, it might have been before because Monica wasn't pregnant. This was, Monica was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So it was like the second year that Michael was here and like Monica was pregnant. I remember 
I don't know. I, I think we were just going just for general things. Like, I don't think it was anything specific. Like, it wasn't like, so we got to get a Switch or something. Yeah, no, it was just random. I remember. Yeah, because I remember it was me, Michael, his pregnant wife, and uh, your cousin. Mm-hmm. Your cousin made you really uncomfortable asking a lot of sexual questions. That's just like that- what? <laughs> I don't even remember. Oh, I remember. Oh, oh I, I bet you do. Can we make them up? And ask Michael and see how he reacts. No, oh. I will. I, I, well, I specifically he doesn't re- like that. I specifically remember because we were you know, we were there and then we were leaving and uh, I I saw like my ex's family like so like we're oh, leaving yeah. and it's Michael on one side, Monica on the other, and Monica's like pregnant as fuck. Right. Like we probably shouldn't have been walking around with a pregnant woman on Black Friday, but we all the jostling that goes on. Uh, yeah, but we did anyway. You know. Um, we should have at least brought like a real man to, <laughs> but again, me and Michael were there, so it was fine. And it, it, as like ghetto of a location as we were, surprisingly, like pretty orderly, mm-hmm. no, no, no big commotion. But like, I remember we we're walking out and I make eye contact and I see them and it's very clearly like they see me, but nobody says anything. And in my mind, I was like, I should have done one of two things. One, hold Monica's hand so they think that's like my mm, girlfriend like oh look he moved on got a bun in the she's so much prettier <laughs> yeah. or kissed Michael on the mouth yeah. so they would have been like holy shit like she They're turned gay. him gay which is totally fine you yeah. know but just to like freak them out or done both you know and then been like oh my god that's his that's his boyfriend and that's their surrogate like yeah. holy shit he's, he has so many options he has holy so much smokes. he has so much more money now yeah. because you know he can afford a surrogate you, you were like oh there's there's my ex's family, and then Michael's like, "Quick, kiss me." <laughs> which I, hesitation. Oh, yeah, which I should have. Like, I, I don't, I don't regret a lot. Of, I don't regret yeah. many things in my life, but the one thing I do is just not kissing Michael. Yeah. It's just my excuse to kiss Michael. He, kiss, he kisses you passionately, and you're, you're like, "Thanks, thanks, you saw them too." He's like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, what about you, Michael? Like, what do you remember? Like, Black Friday? Like, is it a thing that you've been doing? Like. That you would do a lot because I mean, like shopping wise, yeah, well, especially because you grew up right there by the Brickyard when it was an actual like mall. The thing is, like for Black Friday, I was always working because I, I mm-hmm. used to work retail and I did retail for everything Black Friday, like Radio Shack. Black Friday was uh, the worst. Oh, I can't imagine a Radio Jesus Shack Black Christ. Friday for, for anyone listening who's under the age of uh, right. 18 at Radio Shack. <laughs> Uh, yeah. was like a Circuit City. Yeah, pre-Nick Yeah, if you needed like electronic inverters and oh, wait. diodes. Or the yeah, circ- you need RC cars and parts and batteries? No, yeah, it yeah. was... You need a switch so assembly bad. for your lighting? Setup. Yeah, so... <laughs> Michael's got you, 50% off Black Friday. So I worked at the location inside a mall here at the Hip, which is a very popular mall at the time. So it was super busy. And we had to go in Thanksgiving Day at 6 p.m. to set up to get ready and then come back 5 a.m., 6 a.m. the next day for Black Friday to get ready for that, for the sale. So I was a manager there and it was insane. Just because it was at the time where cell phones just started peaking, iPhones just came out. Oh, so it was what, 2008? Yeah, around that, 2008, 2009. Okay. Were you slinging uh, T Mobile sidekicks and shit? No, Sprint. Oh. And so, yeah, we had sidekicks. Oh, so he had the katana going on. Right, yeah. yeah. So, so what, was, what was the one thing that like sold the most then? Uh, other than phones, yeah. just some random like robot toys that Radio Shack had. Yeah, they had like some, some white robots. Yeah, yeah, yeah there I, you I go. Remember yeah. those like remember those like robot dogs? Yeah, like, I remember one year the Sony Ibo ones. Yeah, yeah. There was like one year where my sister really wanted like my sister always really wanted a dog, and my parents were like absolutely not. So they always bought her like dog toys, which I think is more cruel than anything. Yeah. But yeah, they're just imagining those. like the love of a real dog. She literally used to just carry around this little fucking toy yeah. dog. Every, and the like, battery dies, and you're like, oh no. 
Yeah, eventually that's what it was. Yeah. And I think her dog now just humps it's like the, the toy. It's not no, so much better. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I can imagine, that, especially for like people, I mean, people who live in Chicago, it's like the hip is a pretty bustling mall. And right. like it used to be a lot busier. Oh, I sure. imagine when you were there. Yeah, oh, for sure. It was, it was probably one of the highest, like, busiest stores in the area in the region i think so. and what about now like as a consumer now that you're i mean clearly not this year because nobody's right. going to the mall but like mm-hmm. is this still something you do or are you more of like a you're shopping online no everything's online now i mean we honestly don't go to stores to shop for stuff that we need it's just you know everything's online just mm-hmm. e-commerce is just booming so much now i mean we see it with work obviously mm-hmm. so. what about what about you stink what, uh, what was black friday has been like for for you well, so for most of my adult life, I worked at a sign shop, so we could safely take Black Friday off because no one was buying signs. But they might have if you would have had sales. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, for like one or two years during high school, Black Friday wasn't nearly as—I don't want to say like toxic, but it wasn't as intense. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely, I don't remember. So high school, this would be like ninety-eight, ninety-nine for me, like. Um, I don't remember Black Friday starting Thanksgiving Day, which I think is a shitty practice. Yeah. Um, however, if you are working, don't you make like sick overtime? I don't know. Uh, I didn't. No, no. yeah. <laughs> See, it was the thing at that first. I don't think so. No, because uh, no. I remember I would always bitch about it at Coles. So the thing was, they're technically closed on Thanksgiving. Right. So thanks. You're, per- you're preparing th- Thanksgiving. If you were there to prep, you got time and a half. Yeah. But if you work Black Friday, that's a Friday. That's a normal it's just a normal Friday, which I was yeah. like, but no one's allowed to work Thanksgiving. Right. So it was very like, and it's nah. pretty lucrative. Sorry. Yeah. For us, it was worse because we managers were salary. So we were there 70, 80 hours a week. And yeah. it didn't matter. For the holidays. It didn't matter. We never got anything. That's the curse that. of salary. Sometimes it's sweet. Right. Sometimes and, it's not so sweet. Right. Employees got overtime. They were yeah. fine. But, but like now, you know, as a consumer, um, also working at Pro Wrestling Tees, like, you know, we've mentioned it before, like Michael and I are kind of in the same boat. He actually has more to do on Black Friday than I do. So, you know, take my whining with a grain of salt. That but like, damn list. there's, yeah, we had a gigantic <laughs> curated list by Ryan and, you know, we had deadlines to hit, which actually helped, I think. Yeah, oh, for sure. Even though some, of, some of the deadline stuff, we were just shoving stuff in that yeah. wasn't scheduled. But so am I in a retail store with people knocking over kiosks? No, but... You know, I do feel the Black Friday c- crunch. Like, it always feels like impending doom when it's coming over the horizon. But as a consumer, I don't technically go out. It's normally like my wife really loves, she actually really loved leaving right after Thanksgiving dinner. Mm. And that would be her and a bunch of friends. And then they would kind of split up at a strip mall. Um, and then, like, my oldest stepson would go sometimes. And I think my daughter was really looking forward to it this year. But it's just, you know. No. Standing in a line, shoving each other for a $30 toaster oven doesn't sound appealing or when you candles. could die. Yeah, or candles. So that's why, like, online shopping, like Michael said, like, it's really great if you know a great place to buy toys, uh, pre orders, and like Funko Pops. And the, but I don't know of any good place to sell that sells online. <laughs> I mean, I know one place you've used promo code PWTCast, but uh, uh-huh. I think we'll, we'll talk. You, you know. What do you get for that? Uh, you get ten percent off a whole ass ten percent, a whole ass ten percent off. Well, like friend of the show, Justin Kohlenberg, you know, mm-hmm. he purchased some things over there. Yeah, yeah. MP, uh, MP3 toys, right? MP3, <laughs> M3 toys. So you, you mentioned your daughter wanting to go shop. It's mm-hmm. funny because last year was it 
it was either last year or the year before, Paul and I, um, we'd, we, we'd gone to Whitfield, which is, uh, again, year before. Yes. Year before, for those oh, of you guys. Uh, well, actually, that was the year that Paul helped me, uh, Paul, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. I've told the story. I'm going to, I'll tell it again. Okay. Uh, there was this hot topic at Lincolnwood, another mall that I would mm-hmm. frequent. And uh, there's this girl who worked at Hot Topic. Oh. I was always like, oh, she's cute and That's stuff. Like every story you tell. <laughs> I went to some place, there was Listen. a girl, and I fell in love. Listen, uh, yeah, odds are, and odds are, it was probably at or near a Hot Topic. Yeah. So I, was, you got to differentiate either, either between, type. hey, was that, were you on the clock or not? I fall in love with the most girls who work and or shop at Hot Topic. Was that guys. Jolene? No, that was the Woodfield Hot Topic. <laughs> you know, Zoomies. The one at St. Charles. Yeah, Zoomies. Oh, I wish a Zoomies. They have better, better yeah. things to buy there than a fucking... A hot topic. Remember Gadzooks? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Take it back. Was it next guy. to Suncoast? No, it's probably next to uh, <laughs> Music Recyclery. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so the, the, Funko Land. So I, I never I never said anything to the girl because I was with my ex at the time. But then when we broke up, it was during All In Weekend, actually. I, I Famously, I took uh, Davey Portman, Braden Harrington, Wei Ting, and John Pollock, all of post-wrestling fame, Uh we went to go get food and then afterwards there was like a pop-up bar that was like the office theme. Mm-hmm. So we go over there and we're leaving and literally like an actual movie, we I bump into her. Like physically bumped like, oh sorry, and then they're walking away and I was just like Ooh. Oh, I was like I was like that was the I was like that was the hot topic girl from Lincolnwood. But again, I well I had like no way of talking to her because I was like, I don't even know her fucking name. And then I found like the Facebook page for Hot Topic, and then people would just ask questions. You know, like they'd be like, "Hey, uh, is this uh, uh, Finn Balor Funko Pop? This exclusive going to be available for Black Friday?" And they would all ask questions, and like various employees would answer. And then one time it was her, and I was just like, "Oh!" And then I added her, and I'm like, "Maybe she doesn't recognize me." And she does. You know, long story short, she posts about like Yellow Card or something. I don't fucking know any song they play except from Ocean Avenue. I don't think oh. you know. There's a never heard on, of any of what you're saying. There's a there's a band called Yellow Card. Yellow. They have a famous song called Ocean Avenue. She was like, "Oh, I love the band." I was like, "Oh my god, me too." And I'm Jeez. I'm literally just looking up songs. I'm like, you know, you remember, remember this lyric? Oh, I, I'm like, I love you know uh, Michael's gray sweater. That's my favorite song. Or you know, uh, David's long hair. Oh my god, that's my favorite. You know, you're like look at this tattoo I just got. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, I used to have it, but and. Long story short, I'm like, oh, you're working Black Friday. I'll bring you some coffee. Cut to me and Paul at the Dunkin' Donuts drive-thru. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get our coffee. And he goes, aren't you going to get donuts too? Why would I get donuts? He goes, for her staff? I was like, I don't give a fuck about her staff. I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to date her staff. He goes, no, dude, you look like a total fucking pimp walking yeah, in you with want some donuts. Nice. And then I was just like, I'm pointing at Paul right now, approving it. <laughs> I was like, okay, sure. And then I like, sure enough, I buy the donuts and I walk in and I'm just like, oh, hey, here, brought you your coffee and uh, brought some donuts for your staff and uh, went over very well. Uh, but she's pregnant now with some guy's kid. Whoa. So, you know, <laughs> listen, it's the way life works. I, so now you walk. It's a hell of a swerve. How do you call me just deliver? Now that? you walk around in stores with them, hoping not to bump in your <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure she was cheating on the guy with me. That's a long story. Probably shouldn't tell you any of this on here, but it's okay. But long story short, me and Paul, we would frequently go. And then, you know, you mentioned your daughter. Yeah. It was that year that we went. (laughs) Nothing but teenagers. Yeah. Like, because it's it's 
a mall that really it's not accessible by walking. You have to drive there. Right. Like, so we got there maybe around like midnight. And then by 1.30, maybe 2, it's just flooded with kids. Like 16, 8 to 18 years old. And it was it was insane. Also, because none of these people are shopping. Like, they're literally just there just to be outside. And especially just loitering. Mm-hmm. Which, like, in a COVID world... I can't. I can't imagine that. Yeah. I can't imagine going. Like I've once or twice been to a mall during like COVID and everything, and it's literally in out, get the fuck out. Yeah. And I don't even. No one even looks at each other. They're just no. like. <laughs> yeah, it's all like we're like you know at some sort of bathhouse or something like oh they're not looking at each other. I always other. look in the bathhouse. Well, I mean, yeah, but <laughs> it looks big and know. delicious over there. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all avoiding me, so I imagine that's them. Yeah. Uh, but Paul, what about like for you? You know, like Black Friday. It's I mean, I've worked the Black Fridays with you, so oh. I, I know what those are like. But you know, like what was it always just a thing, or was it just until you started working retail? Uh, so. I've experienced Black Friday probably twice before I started uh, working, period. Uh, I remember the Walmart that's in Forest Park on, uh, was that, Desplaines and Roosevelt. My Ooh. aunt, yeah. <laughs> oh, that, that was actually when it's brand new, because that, I hate that, that one was constructed, I think, a year or two before. But this is like 2000, between 2002 and 2004. Um, it was in high school, and uh, my aunt and my mom wanted to pretty much camp in line, and I was—I didn't—I I just wanted to go. So they were like, "Yeah, we finished dinner, blah blah blah. Meet us here." I'm like, "Cool." So I go with my mom, and like they bring out the uh, what we call the soccer lawn chairs, the the collapsible chairs, mm-hmm. and just a throw blanket, and yeah, we just sat outside, and it was probably 27 degrees the whole night. We're out there for like from legit midnight until six in the morning when they open and i thought i was like oh yeah just go with i don't have any money i don't i don't i just want to experience it because you know you would see reports of people like getting into fights over you know this at the time it was like plasma tvs and vcr dvd combo players and shit like that (laughs) and uh yeah it was very uneventful Nobody did anything. Somebody probably raised their voice once because they left their card unattended, and that was it. And the second time, uh, when Toys R Us was right here on Western, I went with a buddy who was looking for like rock band full set, and he got that, and it was in and out. And I was just like, "What? What the hell?" And then I would always feel bad as I prog- like just progress age wise. Why did I say it like that? But um. Because like I, there would be things that I wanted, like a bigger TV or you know a system or something, and I never had money. And then fast forward to now, it's just like nothing appealing is out there really. And plus, there's whole nobody mentioned Cyber Monday yet for some reason. So I usually anticipate that day more so. But uh, yeah, as a consumer, it, like I said, I was I was always broke for the most part. And then like if I was looking for something in particular, like. Dave touched on earlier it was probably like sailing on action figures or toys or something like that. Uh, usually the stuff that I end up buying is just like, oh, it's there and it's cheap. And I like had no uh, necessarily like an affinity towards them or something I already had, but I wanted to keep one on card or one and unopened yeah. and stuff. Or I'm sorry, open. Uh, but yeah, as a like just. But you, you didn't know, typically have like a Black Friday like wish list. And you're like, I. I need the 70-inch TV. No, 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 no. Because I was 
the steps away from squatting myself. So, <laughs> so <laughs> there was never really anything that was like. So what would you what would you guys consider like the coolest thing you guys have gotten? like from black friday because again or even like a cyber monday because there's always like really good shit and i think that's always one of like my favorite things like after it's kind of like remember when you were kids and then like after you're done trick-or-treating you're like well, what did you get you're like i got fucking i got a full crunch bar you're like what what house was giving out full crunch bars or like that one you're like they gave me marshmallows <laughs> you know or some like weird candy but like do you guys remember like like michael what do you think is like the coolest thing you've Jesus. Or the best thing, like, do you ever, because you're someone who's, like, good on fucking getting deals. Like, right. You'll be like, no, 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 go to this fucking place, <laughs> some place you've never heard of, yeah. and you're like, what? You're like, trust me, this site, and then you save, like. He's like a living Wario 64. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, I think. <laughs> You've done um, a lot. I don't know. I think the the best thing I've got in Black Friday probably, it was when Circuit City was still around. Sheesh. And that big-ass oh. receipt. Yeah, that big-ass receipt. Probably, like, a. One of those old school projection TVs, and I I thought at the time it was a good deal because it was it was like a Black Friday deal, but that was that was probably my gut. It was like four hundred bucks off or something like that for one of those massive hundred pound things. What was the uh, the uh, width? <sighs> Man, I think it was a fifty five inch at the time. Ooh. So those things are heavy. Yeah, it helped move one. Yeah, it, it's insane. But that was like my Black Friday gut back then. Now it's kind of like you said. It's if I find a deal now, I kind of just get it instead of waiting. Yeah. Most of the stuff now for Black Friday isn't anything. People yeah, are Black looking Friday for the deals same thing. suck now. Yeah, people are looking for the same thing. It's PS Five and Xbox. That's what they're yeah. looking for. Mm-hmm. So, what about you, Dave? Um. Well, like I said, I typically I don't actually go out, but um, two things actually, and like they were when me and Annie were fairly young in our relationship. So I don't know about you guys, but like. There was a time we couldn't afford like a proper bed, mm. so we had like a mattress on the ground when we were first dating, and that was fine. And then we got like a box spring. So like one of our big purchases was like a King's, like a California King mattress Ooh. for like Mattress Giant had a Black Friday sale, and like no one was in there. Like you would just like no one was thinking I'm gonna get a mattress on Black Friday, so it's not a sexy purchase. But there was that, and then like kind of led to it, yeah. And then, like, right after Peyton was born, we got, like, a giant, like, microfiber, uh, like, living room couch set. And, like, she had just been, like, starting to walk when we got it. And, like, literally a week after, we, there was just, like, pen, <sighs> ballpoint pen. All she, Like, she found a pen and just... It's just not the paid. couch you currently have, is it? No, no, no. This, <laughs> but, and then, like, so this is gross. Like, she... She wouldn't go to sleep in her crib, and so like maybe for the first um, maybe like year or two of her life, you slept in the crib. Yeah, I slept in the crib, and then she would sit on top of me. <laughs> um, I would be out in the living room, and we had like a recliner, and I would just hold her, and that would be the only way she would go to sleep. And then um, as she got older, she wouldn't. She still wouldn't lay in her crib, but I wasn't holding her, so she would she would lay on the couch, which was just outside of our living room. She would pee on the couch constantly, <laughs> like pee through her diaper, and it would just there'd be like, oh, and we're just like scrubbing this, and it was just, it was like one of our first uh, really adult purchases. We're like, we're instead of buying stupid shit, we're gonna buy a nice couch, and then, mm-hmm. and then that she's wrecked it through various stages of like she scribbled on it, she peed on it, and when she got bigger, she would jump on it as hard as she can, and she would just break all the wood oh. struts in it. So there'd like be weird, like saggy bits. Um, love the couch, but 
completely See, destroyed. And that's always like heartbreaking. Like think about like your your first adult purchase mm-hmm. and how you're just like I, this is a very delicate little flower. Yeah. I can't. And then the minute one thing goes wrong, it's, it's just garbage. Like, oh. <laughs> well, and then, and when you get something like especially like you were talking about getting a new car or whatever, like. You're always like rubbing armor all on it, and you're like, "Oh, oh, there's dust in the cup holder. Let me get that." And then eventually, you just don't give a shit. Oh, yeah. same. Like I, like I mean, yep. Michael, you've had like a few cars too. Like, it, like with my, have you ever, have you ever, you've always just leased, or have you ever actually like owned? No, I owned a couple. So like with, I mean, I don't know with you as thing with me, maybe even with you, Dave, Paul, you don't drive, but although uh, <laughs> it's just that, that throwing you under the bus <laughs> that you would be riding it's because you don't drive, uh, but you can sit in the front. All right. You wouldn't before. <laughs> it's my one black joke. Jesus, <laughs> they used to call it. They used to call it White oh Friday. God. <laughs> hey, funny enough, and now I, we've progressed. I was in a play. I've been in two plays in my life. One, I played Donald Trump, and uh, two, I played the plus driver who told Rosa Parks she had to sit in the back. Of the Holy bus. smokes! Um, but it's okay because two for two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not racist, you guys. Yeah. I have a black guy on my podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We just call it Friday here. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, what the hell are we even talking about? I don't know. We're I, talking about cars. Oh, oh cars. And, yeah. Like, but, so the car that I currently drive now, that was like brand new off the lot. Because even the one, the ones I had before, even the one before that, it was like used. So yeah. I would still kind of like, oh, take care of this. The one I would every week, I would fucking get a car wash, vacuum, I would vacuum the inside, uh, air fresheners, like. Uh, now I just don't care. There's like food crumbs on the floor, and like you, Michael, you own a Tesla right now, right. and you have a child, right? So, and the kid loves French fries, so I can imagine there's <laughs> yeah. like French fri- fries and sippy cups full of milk, right? So, like, <laughs> as, as he hasn't made a mess in the back of oh, the Tesla, of he has. has he? Yeah, of course he oh. has. But the cool thing about the Tesla is that the leather—I I forgot what it's called. It's not like a real leather. It's not a like it doesn't absorb anything. Right, everything just wipes off. Okay, so that's what's cool. So that's hydrophobic. Right, so if there's any stains on there, that thing just wipes off. But everything else is clean in the car except his area. So we're always like vacuuming that area, and we find fries behind his seat. I've seen your son's car seat when it was in the Jeep, and I'd be like, Oh yeah, why? Why is your child sitting in this squalor? (laughs) It's just crusty. It's cheese at this point. Yeah, and just smushed Cheetos. Yeah. Which, like, I'm sure, like, any parents listening, like, Wes, That's what I, I imagine what you listening right yeah. now can uh, attest to that, like, it's how messy insane. the fucking kids could be. Um, Paul, what about you? What's the, because you're someone who also is very, like, good at finding deals on, like, Black Friday and stuff. As far as action figures, sure. Uh, uh, but, something. Um, you know, I've been withholding, like, I guess, interjecting while you guys are doing it, and I, I've been thinking about what's been the, greatest i guess score and all i can come up with is just old man shit like <laughs> like it was just practical purchases like uh for example um i remember the first time i actually partook in black friday i guess by myself um i was at kohl's for a year and so this is 2012 uh i walked over to this old navy across the bridge and i just bought a bunch of shit i probably could have got at the shop but uh, like I bought sweater, sweater vest, button ups. Uh, I got a like a fleece scarf. Um, yeah, I just went ham there, and I think I went to Target and got like bed sheet sets and stuff like that. Um, 
but yeah, like sometimes that's all you need, though. Like quality of life improvements. Yeah, you're like, I don't have enough button down shirts, and then you get a you get a whole set, and you're like, oh, this feels so good. Plus, I think at that time, um, yeah, I was in Pilsen, mm-hmm. so it was my 18th hall set. Uh, but I think around that time, I was talking to some young lady, and I wanted to like. I guess profess that I was like not so shit. It's like hearing me and then like interacting with me on occasion while like I'm wearing my dress clothes is one thing, but it's like little did you know I have like sixty bucks to my name right now, so <laughs> don't get too in- excited. But yeah, I was just like, yo, only got like one sheet set. This like, and I didn't have like in unit laundry, which I value more than anything now. So, uh, and like, I think the closest laundromat was like five, six blocks away, and carrying an 80 pound bag was just murder. But, uh, yeah, just all that stuff. Like I said, it's practical old man stuff. It's just like, I think at that time I was well off enough. Um, I mean, I ain't got no kids, ain't got to pay uh, alimony or nothing like that. So, like, I already had my Xbox and my, my, uh, my flat screen, 32 inch, which is too small for me for whatever reason. And, uh, I was I was pretty uh, solid then. See, there's off the top of my head, there's two things that I could think of. What's that? One is there was a uh, there was one time I'd I'd gone to Walmart, uh, not norm not normally like late cause normally I would like I remember when I was like a, a junior maybe uh, my buddy Arturo was like hey let's go Black Friday shopping and I was like what is that what does that mean. And he explained because my mom never did it. Like I, I, I wasn't aware it was a thing, mm-hmm. you know. And so, like, I just started going like every year. Like, we went to like it. We went to KB Toys. Yo, you know that's like how long ago it was. Um, but there was one year where I think I was working at Kohl's, so I couldn't. Yeah, that was Kohl's, not the movies. I was working at Kohl's, so I couldn't go. Like, you know, I, I waited after my shift. Um, I was, I was like, oh, I was like, well before i go home i'm like let me just go whatever i'm like oh i because i was just i was just going for like movies anyway like that was the thing i used to be huge into like you yeah you can attest to that because mm-hmm. it'd be like dollar movies and i'm like like there's still movies over there on that fucking bookshelf still wrapped in plastic best buy yeah with a little promo sticker on them like never even opened them uh but i would that's a i would go yeah i'd go to fucking target best buy walmart all of them like all of them uh so i went to walmart and i was feeling sick so i go to walmart grab all my stuff i have maybe like 30 movies like i'm not even being hyperbolic i have about 30 fucking movies scan all those and i have some cold medicine so i know they're gonna ring me up for that last because it it, it always happens you know it always says like especially at the self-checkout it's like oh they need to come over so yeah age restrictions um and so I scan all my movies, everything, anything else that I bought. It wasn't a lot. It was mostly movies. Put everything in my cart, scan that last. The smallest little old Indian woman walks over. She's like, what's wrong? I was like, oh, you know, my ID. She goes, oh, okay. Looks me up and down. She goes, yeah, you're old enough. I mean, which I was. And yeah. it was like, I was buying, I was buying like NyQuil or right. whatever the fuck it was. Mm-hmm. You weren't making like crystal meth. <laughs> no, that was earlier in the day. Or you know? All the meth was done. Yeah, all the meth was already done. That's yeah. how I was buying all this stuff. Uh, so she goes, okay, and God knows what she's trying to do. Normally they just, you know, scan the little badge, punch in their code, and it's fine. She does something, it's like not working. She's like, huh, calls over uh, an older, a smaller uh, Asian woman. Mm-hmm. 
she can't figure it out either. So they're both kind of going back and forth. And at this point, there's a line forming now. And everyone's getting grumpy. Everyone's getting grumpy, and they're like, she's like, she's like, okay, she's like, just grab. She's like, here, she, the one lady grabs my cart. They're like, here, we'll check you out over here at the main one or whatever. Because all of those registers have like the main one up at the front. Yeah. So she grabs the cold medicine, rings me up. She's like, okay, seven, seven eighty, whatever. I'm like, I have a cart full of shit. And they think I already paid for it. They don't oh fucking know. God. Or they're just trying to give Jeez. me the fuck out of there. I'm like, here you go. Pay for it, yep. whatever. Get the fuck out of there. Like, all right, bye. And I'm like rushing to get to my car because I'm like, they're going to realize they just let me walk out with like $100 worth of fucking shit. They're going to tackle you. <laughs> and so I was just like, oh, so I immediately go. And in my mind, I'm like, man, I just got away with all of this. Like, th- all this stuff is what I wanted to buy, and I didn't even pay for it. So I go to the next fucking uh, Walmart over and buy everything that I wanted to buy, but didn't. You know, like, very much a lot doubled of- Doubled up. Doubled up on it. So I think I would consider that one. Or second was the first year that I was working at Col- that I was working here at One Hour Tees, I was still technically employed by Coles. I just stopped showing up. They still kept me on the schedule. <laughs> This motherfucker over here texts me, says, "Hey, you're on the schedule," and I was like, <laughs> and I was like "Oh, really?" And I'm like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Oh, that's weird." And so he sends me like a picture of it, and it says like, you know, whatever position you're you're at, and it says that I'm at a register. And I was like, "Oh yeah, they robbed us of our uh, customer service." Uh, well, title. yeah, and at that point I was like, "No." So I call, and there's like some new customer service. Gary, like no, not Gary, no. Uh, Sarah. Oh yeah, there's this one lady. She's like the new like customer service manager, and she's like, "Hello." I was like, "Hey, can I talk to Kevin, who's the store manager?" She's like, "Oh, for what?" I was like, "Oh, well, you know, my name's Berto. Like, I, I haven't worked there in a while. I worked there now. I saw the schedule. It says that I'm not, you know, I'm scheduled for this." She's like, "Oh, well, actually, he's not going to switch you up to customer service." She goes, "Because that's where they put you." Blah blah blah. And I was just like, "Okay, well, he's." probably going to because he knows me and he really likes me i was like so can you just connect me to him? like very much being shitty with her because she's being shitty right. with me long story short they put me up at customer service but there's nothing for me to do because nobody goes to customer service on black right. friday uh, they go, they're trying to slyly check out yeah and you, and the best part is you're just like nope you have to go over there so they put they put me up there and they're like here here's uh, fifty tickets for Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Oh, I completely forgot about. It's this. good. It's up. It's good for up to like fifty bucks, and uh, each one ticket is worth up to good. It's for two people basically. She goes, hand them out to the first fifty people you see. You got it, Sarah. I'd and love to. <laughs> I would, I would gladly love to. Yeah. And that year, I walked away. I saw Star Wars: The Force Awakens probably 10 times in theaters and it would constantly just be like yo michael you want to go see this fucking you want to go see this movie it's on me don't worry about it just constantly like, taking people you. yeah so and I, like, I think i was selling them to some people too the statue of limitations has passed at least i yeah. hope uh if not i found those tickets actually in the bathroom which is but these guys i handed it to didn't want it yeah and i mean listen it just you know you don't give disgruntled employees uh, <laughs> free money. Yeah, free money and say, hand them out to the first 50 people you see. Because sure enough, I was like, hey, sir, I still have 10 left. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah no, keep going. I'm like, okay. No, definitely walked away with those. Speaking of walking out with cart stuff, uh, when Peyton was very young, I, I wasn't making a lot of money. And uh, we just, we needed like groceries. Didn't have the money. So I, I would go to Meyer and just fill the cart up. I'd go to like the deli section. I'm like, give me like two pounds of roast beef and two pounds of that honey ham and then i would just walk out <laughs> i did Holy it like two or three times and then my wife is like you can't she's not 
an accomplice in any of this. She's like, you can't do that. And I was like, well, my kid's going to starve. I, I'll take the chance. And like, literally, I would just walk by the old guy and say, see ya, and just walk out with a cart full of groceries. No bags. Not bagged. <laughs> I was yeah, just going to say. They didn't even notice that they were not bagged. And I'm sitting in there, I'm throwing like fucking baloney, like just piece by piece in the back of my van. <laughs> just walked out. And, they, and then like, I did it two or three times. Then I got a raise and I could afford groceries. But, but no, like, this kid was going through diapers and formula, and then I had the two boys, and I was just like, I, they can't starve. I'm just, and I'm not going to rob a liquor store, so I'm just going to steal food. Michael, did anyone ever fucking, like, how, did you ever catch anyone stealing on Black Friday from your place? Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> did you stop and, like, rip your shirt? You're like, stop. No, we couldn't do anything. That, that was the thing. Legally, we couldn't do anything. But they were stealing. What was it? It was when put the ham radio down. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was when iPods were coming out. Oh. But other companies made those knockoff MP3 players, mm-hmm. and we had them like on a top shelf on a security peg, and these kids would just run in and just snatch them out and just run out of the store. You can't do anything. It's yeah, it's a mall. No chase policy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You can't do anything. It's just you see them do it. That's it. But it, it happens all the time. It's retail. Stuff gets mm-hmm. stolen all the time. Yeah, I, I always wonder, like, when you go to Best Buy and then they'll have, like, all, like, the Samsung stuff and, like, the JBL little radios, how many people try and, like, because now they're, like, they're pretty yeah, connected they're, well, but, right. like, how many people are coming in with, like, mini screwdrivers trying to... Yeah. yeah. I remember as a kid, the Target right over here, this was when they had GameCubes. I remember me and my mom were going into Target, and you see some short lady running full speed with fucking two two of them underneath her arms and the security guard just picks her up because she was so tiny like i mean imagine jeanette running I, for, for you guys <laughs> jeanette uh, one of the girls who works here she's like barely four feet tall she's barely like four foot ten so she's running the guy just fucking she looks, picks, looks like sonic the hedgehog yeah running. just picks her up and like her legs are just like kicking in the air as if she were like some sort of animated cartoon and yeah, they just, and I remember I was like, whoa, what the fuck? And that was like one of those like first times seeing someone like try to steal and get mm-hmm. away with it. Mm-hmm. And I was just it's, like, it's a thrill to see that. Well, oh. yeah. Even like when we worked at Kohl's, like the there, amount. The yeah, amount there of, was a couple uh, people. Well, no, I don't think anybody stole anything on Black Friday, but definitely uh, quite a few uh, fraudulent, like people would try to put like $600 on a Best Buy gift card and I'd be like, you got ID? And they'd be like, and that, you know, uh, LP would be like, oh, yeah, stall him. And I'd be like, call him, like, yo, what should I do? And he'd be like, I'll do this. And then I would get a candy bar. Like, fuck that. I want to, <laughs> I want that little tip you guys told us you would give us for, yeah, for that, people, people trying to stuff stuff inside stuff. Like, oh, yeah. Your shoes, you got to check all the shoes, pull the stuffing out. Mm-hmm. There, were, there was one Black Friday where, uh, you know, Marty, my friend Marty, mm-hmm. not the Russell Hatterline, uh, McFly. McFly. Yeah. We went, this was, PS3s were out then, and there was like some big Call of Duty game. You guys probably know better than I would. Whatever Modern biggest. Modern Warfare 2? Sure. Right. Modern Warfare 2. And so what they used to do at Walmart, I don't know if they still do, is they would just open up the, like where the video games are, just open it and just leave it. Just fucking grab whatever. Yeah. So uh, my buddy, he bought, he bought a copy or whatever, and he was also buying like a bunch of other stuff. And then I was like, Man, I was like, wouldn't it be funny? I was like, if I just grab the full thing of Modern Warfare, put it, I think it was like uh, shoes or something that he was buying, like something with a box. Mm-hmm. I was like, I just put it in there. Oh, so then no. when it's scan, when he's trying to go out there, he'd be like, he's trying to shoplift. 
And so, we, mind you, we're all like 17. Oh. So we thought it was the funniest thing in the world. So we do that. Lady at, at Walmart scans the box. And we're just like, uh, looking at each other, you know, <laughs> whatever. Doesn't even open the box to check because it's Black Friday. She doesn't give a fuck. Right. right. Um, don't pay her enough. Yeah. And he had he was like already buying the game. So scans it, goes or whatever, walks out. And I'm just like, mind you, we were all putting stuff in his, like, whatever. Like, he also bought a gym bag, and my friend Freddie grabbed a bunch of women's underwear and put them, oh. put them in the gym. Same thing. It didn't ring up. Like, she just <laughs> rung up the one thing. So, like, we walk out. We get in the car, and we're like, yo, Martin, like, you could have gotten arrested. He's like, why? And, like, one of my friends is like, oh, he's like, open up like this. Open up that. Like, he bought, like, a blender, and we grabbed, like, socks and just shoved them in there. Like, all this stuff. And he's like, what the fuck? And I was like, yeah, but open up your shoes. And he pulled, it was like another copy of like Modern Warfare. <laughs> like, it just like stupid shit you do when you're 17. Yeah. And you don't think how it's going to fuck someone up really bad? No, no. He for sure would have, like, Mrs. Yeah. Hatterland would have been pissed and she would have been like, why did you, like, why did you do this to my son? And been like, well, Freddie put, funny. well, Freddie put underwear in his bag. Yeah. So that's more fucked up. Women's yeah. underwear. Women's underwear at that. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's been it was weird Thanksgiving this year. Like, I'd like to think next year would be like a little different. But even then, I don't know. Like, even like the Jericho cruise. Like, we kind of talked about it. What, like a week or two ago? We're never cruising again. No, I don't think it's just happening. Like, Royal Caribbean canceled all the week long cruises like indefinitely. I, how do you how do you do that? How do you do a cruise? And he, here's the thing too: pre COVID, pre pandemic. Cruise lines didn't have the greatest reputation virus-wise anyways. People were getting sick. There was that one boat where people were just shitting, and they just ran out of room for their shit to go, and they were just stuck, you know? And so, like, I don't know. And I'm not a knock against NCL, Norwegian Cruise Lines. We are sponsors of the cruise, but, you know, they have an old fleet. Uh, I mean, they were on it with the... The cleanliness, yeah, making us wash our hands, washy washy, washy washy. Yeah, yeah. It was like this this year. um, They knew. Yeah, like this. Well, it was that's the thing. It was a thing then. Yeah, like the first as we were on the boat. The first case of COVID happened in November. Yeah, like we just passed up like the one year anniversary, and holy shit, you're right. Yeah, because even then, but it wasn't a thing in Illinois because we no one was worried about the U.S. at all. Dave and I famously tell the story. We land. We're we're either leaving back to chicago or we land from chicago no we were leaving to chicago because uh we all kind of went our own ways as soon as we landed but we're like uh we're all waiting and i remember ryan's like oh he's like my brother sean just told me that chicago got their first confirmed case of coronavirus and we were all kind of like too bad i only drink modello or whatever i don't know i don't know we were very flippant yeah Yeah, and like that that i was talking about it with taffy that literally just happened this was what january right yeah it was right after c2e2 when it started spreading because remember we were doing the c2e2 and, that and was cool. everyone, was, everyone about was like should we wear masks con- yeah, we're seeing like maybe one in a out of a hundred people wearing a mask right and I, the day i went and we had to give all the aw guys the sanitizer just in case mm-hmm. bucks were kind of like i don't know what do we do well, same Co- day, like Co- i had that protective scarf oh yeah Ugh. <laughs> well, I remember I got food poisoning that Friday when me and Paul went to go. We went to go get ramen like we used to, dude. Yeah. Pre-pandemic, me and Paul would go get ramen every fucking weekend. Yeah. Like literally, just I like wear. every other day. Uh, either Furious or what's the uh, 
Santoka? the best ramen. Santoka, Ikizu, oh, the other place. Oh, yeah, Izakaya and Kizuki, yeah. Like, we would just go get ramen all the time. I mean, Michael would go, but he would never invite. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you'd rather go to Mount Prospect for a subpar. I mean, I would yeah. go to Mount Prospect. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Misoya, by the way. <sighs> yeah. Really? It was okay. It was all right. You got a worse like palate than Ryan. Worst palate, I have the best palate. <sighs> Wait, did you say it was better than, or that Furious was better? I like Furious better. Furious has come mean? away. Like I used to sound. Listen, I like Furious. Don't Furious get me wrong. I love Furious. Like I, I like Ugh. Furious. It, it got better than it used to because yeah. it, it used to not be like for some reason. I, like their hot wasn't hot. It was like lukewarm. Yeah, they're good. And it was, they're good guys. Yeah, well, they're good now. Well, Misoya, really, we were in a rickety lobby with a whistling door. Well, that was no due, service. Well, that was due to COVID. Right. Like, normally, That's it's true. good service. But so me and Paul that. Friday, um, after C two E two, I remember I was like, "Hey, I was like, I was like, let's go get ramen. It's on me." And so we go over there, we eat, and then this is when we were living together too. And I remember waking up that night, and Just, it was. I remember you being worried about that. It was coming out of every orifice, violent, <laughs> literally. Like I was literally just on the bathroom floor just like i can't go back to my room because the minute i go back to my room i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to throw up i'm gonna have to you know take a shit again i couldn't hold the water down it was the worst and yeah i remember being kind of fearful in my room because i just kept hearing just that's that sickening splash and i'm just like (laughs) what do i yeah and not once did you come check on me ah it's like that's you time you know like her bathroom (laughs) at the shop oh yeah. but the shit missed uh but like I, re- I remember and i think like at one point anthony our, our other roommate was like do you want me to take you to the-? i was like no, no no i was like i'm fine like i'll be good yeah and then it's like five in the morning and i text frank i'm like i i can't make it like i i'm i can't make it and like that day when i, I wound up going to, i wound up going to the doctor's uh i was dehydrated yeah, I, fa- I, I fainted yeah. uh i was dehydrated so they, like hooked me up to an iv and rehydrated me and stuff like that and then like eventually i could hold water down which is the best like whenever you're dehydrated and you physically can't hold it down all i want is just a giant gallon of water and i remember i'm just like here it goes and i take like one sip and i'm just ready to projectile and yeah you know, didn't happen that way but like i remember they like they gave me a COVID test as well. It was the throat. It was a throat one too because that was before people were like just jamming shit up your nose, yeah. and they were like, "No, I mean, they were like, you're not, you don't have any symptoms of that right. either." I was like, "All right," but I remember the next day, like Punk and everyone, they were like, "Do you have COVID? Do you have COVID? Mm-hmm. COVID? COVID?" And I was like, "No." I remember even asking Doctor Barkin. Mm-hmm. I was like, do, "Oh yeah." Yeah, I was like, "Do I have COVID?" And he was like. Do you have this, this, or that? And I'm like, no. He goes, right. No one knew what it was yet, though. That's the thing. Yeah. And I remember Punk because everyone wanted to shake his hand. And he was like, no. Fist bump. Fist bump to everyone. Right. And even then, he was still hand sanitized. I mean, he's no like that normally. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say, he's always had that giant hand sanitizer. Yeah. I, like, like, that's for sure not happening for like another two years, right? Like a convention <sighs> like that? Yeah. It's... Of that caliber? Mm. Well, the other thing, like, they're trying to clearly, if that's your business, you got to figure out. But like, these virtual conferences suck right yeah nobody get, wants to see youtube videos you know yeah, where's or, the world spams my email with that stuff i was like i don't want to yeah this virtual. looks like the least fun ever yeah what's well, the email like like if you guys like you guys seen those wwe meet and greets where it's like oh yeah. here's two minutes with fucking uh bailey and you're just like hey bailey how are you ratchet and they just look so tired and they're All like right. yeah mm-hmm. thank you david well, David, it was nice talking to you, and you, like you walk away, and 
Like, like she wants me so bad. And well, then it's just like, <laughs> wow, I can't believe I spent hundred and fifty dollars on that. Like that's got to be disheartening, right? You know, and that like that's no fun. And also, to be fair, it's not like the interaction would be that much different for a lot of these fans. No, but true. Physically seeing, like being in this in the same space, there, there's something special about that. Well, like I yeah, because I was supposed to go to Ohio to see uh, Brian O'Halloran who uh, plays Dante in, like, the Clerks movies and stuff, didn't get to. And then, yeah. like, he does those, like, virtual meet and greets and, like, those video shout-outs. But I'm like, well, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, Cameo exists. I could have done that anyways, right? Mm-hmm. True. But, yeah, like, I, I, I wonder, like, once everything gets back to normal, you know, I don't know if you guys remember vividly or not, but, like, after, like, 9-11... There was like this weird, like no one hated each other. Mm-hmm. Everyone was a very pro America, mm-hmm. and oh, every, yeah. everyone just loved each other. And that lasted for maybe a good month, right. and then we just forgot all. We were just fuck you. I hate this, but you know, we all went to being assholes again. Right. I wonder how appreciative we'll be because, like, this is this is unprecedented. Like a year of not doing the stuff we normally do. Well, I think the only difference is like one, it was like a. Uh quote unquote terrorist attack uh <laughs> fire doesn't melt steel beams you guys oh, but uh that was like one thing but like covid right now is a real thing that's happening and yeah like right how, and how many Says who yeah like how many people do you see like uh like i don't maybe you've seen that like if you drive uh if you drive towards like schomburg um on one of the overpasses there's a guy who always has signs up oh yeah it's always signs that's like god's watching you yeah right? or and like it's like covid isn't real right and, and there's so many people that like think covid isn't a real thing or they're like i'm not taking a vaccine because they're that's how they're gonna track me and they type that out on their supercomputer phone yeah. that tracks them 24 <laughs> 7 yeah. and then they check their apple watch that also tracks them 24 yeah. 7 uh, Did you know TikTok is gathering all your information? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, or uh, what was it? I mean, there was. I mean, it's it's just like one of those things. There's people who don't think it's real. Right. You know, like, like there's people that we work with who are just like, oh, it's not a real thing, and now they're like, oh no, it is a real thing because, right. yeah. I mean, unfortunately, sometimes what it takes is someone close to you passes, and you're just like, oh yeah, it isn't just like a a weird thing that fucking well, that's Drake I, Younger says isn't real. Well, that, that's what I hate too. Is like. There's some people that just take the time. They're like, I'm going to be a contrarian asshole. I'm going to skip through life. Ah, yeah, you guys are idiots. And then it hits them, and then they're like, oh, I feel so sorry. And the, But they had that whole period of just being a dickhead that they mm-hmm. just felt they're, free and ignorant. They're very polarizing about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, I'm sorry, guys. I I now have it. And uh, it sucks. Well, I mean, the good, the good thing is all of us at the shop, we take precautions. Mm-hmm. Everyone's, like, masked up. Um sanitizer everywhere mm-hmm. so we just want to be pure yeah mm-hmm. just want to be pure but um yeah i mean just sort of as we wind down here you know it's it's not traditional thanksgiving mm-hmm. obviously for for no for nobody really because i mean listen there's definitely people having regular thanksgiving and, and traveling and and just doing all these fuck. things not giving a fuck uh but not us here at the pwt cast you know i think you know we're, we're all very fortunate that we're all pretty good friends. We're all pretty close. So mm-hmm. it's it's like spending Thanksgiving with your family anyway because a lot of people do like Friendsgivings anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here at the PWT cast, we do Thanksgivings. And I'm very happy that for Thanksgiving 2, Electric Boogaloo, mm-hmm. uh, we were able to be joined by you guys because yep. uh, as much as we all fight and argue and call each other names, it's, you know, mm-hmm. we're all like brothers. Um, 
And so, yeah, I mean, any any final words, you guys, before we uh, get out of here? I will say, uh, on Thanksgiving Day, famous musician and performer Mark Rebier had a Thanksgiving stream. Yeah, I don't know who that guy is, but yeah, I saw him I was, posting that, and I wanted I was, to hit him with the CND. I was really annoyed, but no, like, he's re- he'll I do mean, like listen, a live there's, show. There's already enough people that copy us here at the PWT cast. Yeah, I was like, great, right. oh, one more. Do something, do something original. <laughs> yeah. You know? Wait, but uh, what do you say though? What, what were you saying to to mm-hmm. this guy online? Mm-hmm. Uh, I like him. You know, I would consider him a quote unquote friend of the show if he would come out and do an interview. But he, uh, you know, he would do stuff where he would show up, he would do a concert, and then people would just say, "Hey, do do a song about uh, Brazilian buttholes," and then he would make like a whole. He would do like a freestyle rap, and he would oh, you play. You say Mark Rebilliot? Yeah, yeah, I love that guy. Yeah, he worked that ass for daddy. Off. You have yes. no idea yeah. who that is. I just told you, work that ass for daddy. It's yeah, great song. Listen to it. He did his Thanksgiving stream <laughs> on, on Thanksgiving. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. my brother's like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, oh. "I've never heard that juke song." It's what it's, song? It's not oh. a juke song. It's a it's a what did you say? R&B song. Juke. Oh, never mind. <laughs> 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 All this nine eleven talk got me squirrely. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right guys uh well with that uh i mean i don't know michael's there any anything you have to fucking say you have anything to promote yeah, i mean listen you we were talking all this black friday stuff you're the only one who actually owns an actual business yeah we, i mean it's been insane for us we this is the first time we've been at the office slash store slash warehouse whatever yeah. you want to call it downstairs from here it's been busy uh we've had people go in paul's been helping us out too uh delgado's been helping us out so we have a bunch of online sales to obviously be over when this comes out but we had an online promotion we had a store promo and then obviously all the pwc stuff but yeah it's been busy Dude, it's looking like an actual retail store yeah. down yeah. there yeah it's looking pretty sharp yeah I-, I went down there i bought a mandalorian this morning right yeah, before we came how up. much i don't care <laughs> <laughs> it, it wouldn't help you if I told you. <laughs> yeah, I just no. Said, give I mean, me that. If any of you guys are local, they'll definitely come check it out. Like I, I mean, I, I walk by there every day. Yeah. And don't let the wrestling ring throw you off. You're in the yeah. right place. Yeah, I, I walk, I walk by, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I think it was either you or Monica that were in there, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Speaking yeah. of Monica, Paul, be honest. How sick of Michael is she right now during Black Friday? <laughs> On a scale of one to ten. Uh, 11. Because, 11? Yeah. Well, especially that she... she was really reluctant to, to come out and help us out uh, last weekend. Because like, he starts giving orders, I'm going home. Because the sad thing is, he'll pro- he's probably, you know, giving orders, being an asshole, and then she's got to go home with him. <laughs> and well, she's also right now downstairs working by herself. Yep. Uh, while well, we're her, yucking it up with the Yeah, while, while her other two helpers are yeah up yep. here yucking it up. Uh, so with that, guys, uh, have a happy thanks- Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm stay on brand yep. and uh i don't know I mean, for christmas i don't think we're gonna have them back on but uh maybe Damn. well we already planned the christmas episode oh great yeah maybe uh mlk day or valentine's yeah you know uh, or maybe oh shit. Or maybe, <laughs> wow, wow. You know, huh i heard nlk it's like, like King? or maybe is there some kind of like uh ecuadorian holiday we could celebrate uh, like my uh, birthday, gerbil day. Yeah, like when's Ecuadorian New Year? What do you mean New of... Year? Yeah, when's yeah, New Year? Year, a year. Uh, okay, yeah, so I mean, thing. so we can do an Ecuadorian New Year episode. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll find out when Ecuadorian New Year is. <laughs> you could bring a dish to pass. <laughs> yeah, let's get let's. Get, no, he already said it last time on record that he he's eating guinea pig before gooey, as your people yeah. call it by accident. Not by accident. yeah, you not by accidentally accident. on purpose. <sighs> 
Uh, all right, guys. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Let's go get tacos. Thank you again to those two wonderful gentlemen. Uh, yes. A lot of fun. Like I, like I know I, I mentioned to you after we because we were at work after we went back to work. Paul was just like in the happiest of moods, and he's like, "That was so much fun." <laughs> Uh, but I, you know, I always enjoy sitting down and talking to uh, to Paul and Michael, and it was great that we were able to fucking get them both on at the same time. Yeah, I, I love, you know, I love obviously interviewing wrestlers and the people around wrestling, but like, there's always something special about getting people from the shop in, especially like when they haven't interviewed before, because like almost every time they're like, "Oh, I'm nervous," and, and then they end up saying, "Wow, that was a lot of fun. Thanks. Can, when can we do it again?" So. Um, yeah, and Paul Paul was the same way. The first interview we did, he was a little nervous. He loosened up as we went on, and yeah, it's good to see him having a good time. Same thing with Michael. We, we give him shit all the time, but like he really is one of the hardest workers there, and uh, he does a lot of the thankless stuff that uh, that happens behind the scenes to make things like Black Friday work. So um, yeah, it's it's nice to get them a little relaxed and just chatty, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was a so there was one thing that I forgot to talk about or kind of mention up front um especially because he, uh we kind of talked about it a little bit but um there was a there was a boxing fight yesterday yeah i'm not much of a boxing man myself yeah. uh i don't i don't know much about it um but yeah. i saw everyone online talking about it and apparently there was some sort of like it what it sounded like uh the equivalent of like a wwe saudi arabia show but for boxing yeah. Kind of, not really. Um, so, first of all, the, the main event we had uh, Mike Tyson versus Roy Jones Jr. Two of the considered two of the greatest boxers of all time, and within Roy Jones Jr., he was a champion in like four different weight classes. Considered one of the greatest pound for pound fighters ever, and he retired maybe like three years ago, I think. So it was him versus Mike Tyson who hadn't boxed in like 15, 16 years, but he's Mike Tyson. (laughs) You could never take that guy uh, less than serious. So um, they trained uh, Mike's 54. Roy Jones Jr. was 51. And there were some people like, come on, you know, they, they couldn't get approved by the boxing commission. So they went with an exhibition, which is supposed to be, you know, vigorous sparring, but like, Clearly, these guys were going to try and take each other's heads off. And I'm always going to root for Mike Tyson. I, I was a big fan of Mike Tyson when I was younger. But I got to say, when he came out, he looked nervous. Like, it was the first time I'd ever seen him look nervous in the ring. And he kind of he didn't look like he was in shape like we had seen him in all these videos he was doing. Like, for the last couple months, they've been showing hit, him hitting the like the speed bag and like the, and doing sparring, and he just looked like a crazy monster again. And then he was just looked real timid when he came in. But like someone mentioned, every single round he just got younger and younger. He didn't look gassed barely at all. And Roy Jones Jr. looked really scared. He was getting hit with some bombs. So um, I will say the pro wrestling aspect. They said, "Oh, the judges called it a draw, guys. It's a tie." And everyone was like, "What?" how how is that even possible because clearly Mike Tyson won the fight but um, yeah I mean it was good we had uh, Jake Paul fighting Nate Robinson Nate Robinson clearly almost died (laughs) he 
he got knocked out. He got knocked down like three times, and the last time he just didn't move for two minutes. It was kind of scary. Yeah, I, um, I saw clips of that, and I was just like, oh, I remember Nate Robinson used to play on the Bulls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, the only three-time dunk champion in NBA history. He, he, for, you know, I don't think he took the fight as seriously. He, he probably thought in his head, I've been a professional athlete for a long time. I'm conditioned for sport, but and everyone hates Jake Paul, but he took it seriously. He's been training hard for like a year. He looked kind of good, so you know. And again, you know, we were talking about it. it's not ballet. Like this is the sweet science. People just beating the shit out of each other. Um, and then the other thing, there was a lot of musical uh, acts. Some of them I didn't care for. I, I haven't been keeping up with modern hip hop. But, um, you know, it was just weird having an event like this in an empty arena. I know it's necessary, but like same thing with like The Undertaker retiring. You you kind of imagine something this big having roaring crowds and, you know, fan adulation. And just it's a sign of the times right now that you can't have something like that. But, um, yeah, I mean, to me, whatever you think of Mike Tyson – of his criminal past, uh, of allegations of things of him doing, none of them are good, right? But um, he was clearly a young man that grew up, you know, in a hard situation, and then got fame and money and celebrity far too quickly for anyone like that to handle it, and he self-destructed. Um, but the beautiful thing about him is, I mean, he pretty much went through like the worst thing some celebrities could do, you know, he went through a sex scandal, got arrested toward the end of his career. He, he turned into an embarrassment and then he, he found some kind of peace with himself. Some say it's because of like the ayahuasca he was doing. And now he, you know, he runs Tyson ranch, which is a, is a a weed company. But there was a time where he just was like, I just want to, I don't want to fight. That part of me was, I'm scared of that part of me. And then something awakened in him. And I think he's found this perfect balance where, um, you know, he was known as the baddest man on the planet. That's always going to be just under the surface for him. And, you know, without fighting for any titles or any professional record, he can beat people up, (laughs) make a lot of money, and then also turn around and give a lot of that money to people that are less fortunate. So, um, I think he found a, a great way to, you know, outlet his aggression and help people and not be a scumbag. I mean, that's a win-win-win for everyone. Yeah, I mean, whenever someone can turn their life around uh, <clears throat> like that, it's it's great because there's there, there's yeah. no shortage of stories of, uh, unfortunately, of people within the world of, uh, you know, the mainstream Hollywood, whatever the case, athletes who fall into a a deep pit of disparity and their lives never get, but you know, they never, they never turn their lives around. So, and I know Mike Tyson has been somewhat of like a, a joke or kind of, I don't know. That's not the right way to say it. Like he, a joke. Well, he, did, he did turn into a joke for a while. I mean, to be fair. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, you know, he was like a joke for, for a while, but I feel <clears throat> he's been doing a lot of PR for himself, you know, yeah. to, to make himself look better. Um, so uh, that that's good. You know, yeah. good on him. I, I, and here's the, here's the thing, too, on that note. Like, there, there's a difference between just doing PR 
to make yourself look better and then actually going out and walking the walk, you know, like, and we won't name any names, but we've seen plenty of wrestlers that got caught up in sex scandal that won't take any responsibility for the things that they've been accused of and whether that's fair or not, but then they've also attacked victims and then went out and portrayed themselves as saints and nobody's buying it. And, you know, I think you get my drift with what I'm with what I'm saying, mm-hmm. um, with if you want redemption, that comes with time, that comes with reflection, and that also comes with action. And I think Mike Tyson has owned up. He he said, "I've been a scumbag. I've been horrible." And like even in the in the post fight conference, he said, "When I was champ, I didn't know anything. That was the stupidity of my youth." He's like, "I've I've had time to reflect. I'm older now." And then he said, "In a perfect world, I'd be a missionary." <laughs> so, you know, that's, but that, that happened over a course of 15 years of self-reflection and personal journey. And that's kind of why I don't believe in, in some cases we have to cancel people because they're shitheads, but like, that doesn't mean that's the end of you working on yourself. If that makes any sense. No, I, I go to- out and I, do I, the yeah, no, I, yeah. I, I, I totally get what you mean. Um, but Hey, uh, good for Tyson. I mean, again, I saw a lot of yeah. people complaining, but what did you, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? Especially with like the com- you know the commission wouldn't even be like all right cool this is a legit fight no come on uh, and it, it was clearly set up like maybe a rematch down the line to make even more money but like I said if it if it helps if they're giving a large chunk of it away to charitable organizations and to work you know to help other people I'll do that over you know I'll let them have draw after draw after draw as long as it's helping people and it doesn't matter at the end of the day, it's, it's not bolstering their pro records anyway. So who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, but Dave, let's, uh, I, I, I guess that's the perfect thing to go out on is this, this has been quite the, quite the episode, you know, longer episode than I think either of us, uh, we, we, we set that to record. Yeah. Anticipated, <laughs> but, uh, Hey, happy Thanksgiving to everyone listening. If you haven't already, uh, go ahead and purchase one of our t-shirts. The, the sale, the sale will still be up until Wednesday, I believe. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it Wednesday? Possibly. It's been a long week. Yeah, it's it's been a long week. Go on the website; it'll, it'll tell yeah. you there. But uh, again, thank you everyone who's already purchased a T-shirt. You guys will be getting Christmas cards as well. And uh, yeah, thank you for the continued support. That's the one thing that I'm very much thankful for is the continued support of all all you wonderful friends of the show, uh, all the wonderful people that we've had on the show, and you know all the beautiful friendships that we've made through the show. Uh, but unfortunately, Dave, uh, with that, it appears that um, I'm just checking the list, checking it twice. Uh, yep, I've run out of things to say. Yeah, my list is pretty empty, too. I'm, I'm, I'm done blabbing. All right, you guys. Well, for the PWT cast this week, I've been Scrump. And this is Stank. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. Unfortunately, we've run out of things to say. And so, well, we must bid you adieu. So, until next time at the PWT's cast, goodbye and good night. Bang. Bang.